Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Another Gen X are gone and new alliances forming. We'll talk about that and much more coming up on Survivor. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I was expecting some tropical music. There There it is. You gotta wait for the drop. That's right. Well, hello everyone. Thank you very much for joining us. Episode 4, Survivor's you don't even trust anymore. It's crazy. I don't trust you. I never trust you. don't trust, trust me? You. You're in a new seat. It's weird. Yeah. I'm in my new, I'm in a new seat. I'm in a new seat. Very uncomfortable Pages in here. That's right. It's weird. Tonight, I am your lead host, Michael Klaus. You can follow me on Twitter, at MichaelKlausTV, on Instagram, at TheOnlyMC. Paige is out sick. We're hoping that you're watching. You can tune in on the live chat. Everyone else is still the same. How are you guys doing? I'm great. Very nice, very nice. Let everyone know where they can reach out on social media. You guys can find me on social media at Dominique P underscore ESQ. What's up, guys? My name is Michael Rippey. It's a very heavy Michael show today. You can find me on social media <laughs> at Mike Rips, M-I-K-E-R-I-P-S. It's right here if you're listening. I just sent it for you. Absolutely. We got our live chat up and running. Thank you very much for everyone who is already tuning in. Obviously, it very much helps to have uh, additional audience. Yeah, someone to listen or watch us. The, the first Someone's. question that I want to ask for everyone, are there any surprises anymore? You, were you surprised by what happened tonight? I was excited. With the new alliance. Ecstatic. Ex- excited, ecstatic. Yes. I'm not ready Explain. to say that there was a new alliance either. I don't know anything about a you new alliance. You don't think alliance. so? I was just excited about the show. There's a broken alliance. I don't know that there's, there's a new alliance. broken alliance. Yeah. yeah, okay. Explain you were excited, ecstatic. Why? Well, I was excited. So last week, um, when the millennials were at Tribal Council, you had the whole conversation of Michaela kind of joining Figgy and Taylor, which I was very much opposed. Mm -hmm. But she went with the status quo for the week. And we kind of overhear her talking to Adam, um, and I can't think of whoever the third person was, about potentially going against that and voting Taylor or Figgy out next tribal if they make it to tribal, which did not happen, but I was very excited. Yeah, what do you think about her? That's how it started out with, you know, Adam, or sorry, with Adam and Zeke uh, talking with Hannah. Well, because Adam and Zeke were frustrated yeah. when they returned to camp after last tribal. Very much frustrated. Because they thought that they were at the bottom and they were in big trouble, which in this episode we learned it didn't really matter because they won uh, immunity, but. They definitely were feeling in trouble, and then it got a little sketchy with Hannah and Zeke. Hannah wouldn't give Zeke any space, and all he wanted was just, like, a little space. And I was like, Hannah, let it go. Do you, We kind of talked about this at the very end. Do you blame Hannah for voting the way that she did? I don't blame Hannah, but it clearly she told us that Michelle spoke to her last minute and kind of confused her. And then she said she was going for a move that was going to benefit her, whatever her decision was. So I can't blame her for playing her game. Yeah, I think she she seems to be looking out for herself. 
Which I guess is good in the long run. You need to do that. And Wait, you feel like Hannah was looking out for herself? Yeah. I mean, what, it, well, what she explained was that basically that, you know, she had to join the alliance. She wanted to join an alliance and kind of be able to make friends. And she realized that the vote was going in a certain way, and she joined out. She joined with that, you know, in, in um, you know, getting rid of a particular member. That's what she had to do. So, I don't blame her for that. Do you? I don't feel like it was helpful to her game to be to do what she did as far as, like, trying to talk to Zeke, trying to talk to Adam. I feel like that just, like, dug a bigger hole for herself um, with those mm-hmm. individuals. So, I think if she thinks it's a good play for her game, I say go for it. I, I, I think it made her look weak. But I, I, I think it saying. started well. I think, certainly, I, I agree with you in that she kept forcing it yes. too much. It was like, stop, stop talking. Yes. You made your point. Don't force the issue. Stop talking. Yeah, she definitely came across as overbearing. Tell us what you guys think in the live chat and in the comments. Was Hannah overbearing to start tonight's episode? Because I definitely felt like she was. Yeah, and I see, you know, where she's trying to go of, you know, trying to get with that alliance, the the power six, or, yeah, it's still the power six in that group. But I think that by continuing to talk, uh, that it hurt her chances maybe if things switch around and Adam and Zeke come back. Well, it was interesting to hear when they were back at camp immediately that Figgy said, people who write down Figgy's name, go home. Yes, I was just like, humble yourself. I thought... Mm -hmm. I think we need to take note of that comment because there's 17 competitors left. Figgy is one of them, but she seems very confident in herself early. Mary, uh, Way too confident. Mary Duda says, Adam and Zeke are like babies. Uh, Gisela said... um, Oh, maybe he was talking about Sue talking about someone else. He would swap. Well, let's, the let's move, I was talking about move over to Generation X when we yeah. go back to their camp. Because, because I, you know, I think this is a great example. And I was saying this to you, right? Seeing you guys right outside is that we look at it and say, "Oh man, Adam and Zeke seem to be very much on the bottom." But we switch over to Generation X and the people we thought were on the bottom flip the script tonight. They did. Yeah, and it was crazy. It was interesting to hear Paul immediately back at camp saying he felt great, felt like it was day one for him. <laughs> And he said that he had come back from the dead. And Is anybody that, a Paul? Was anybody a Paul fan? I think there was some out there. Still, were there any? You guys in the live chat were any of you guys actually? Uh, I think there's Paul a fan. I think there's a guy Paul we, out in like the Midwest that loves you know a fisherman and the older guy or anyone that was someone that was older hoping the older person won maybe is a Paul fan. So there's some Paul fans out there. Yeah, I don't know any. Um, Maybe not in the chat, but I, I, yeah. I don't think that there was a majority. But but it was interesting also to continue with Paul that he thought he was so great, mm-hmm. but he wasn't so great because he said that he was going to go find the fish and he was going to be the leader. Yeah. And we see him go attempt to find the fish, come back empty handed. There was part of the, uh, you know, the bottom three, David, Cece and Ken, really, you know, especially with Ken, he was very vocal tonight. Yeah. He started to make his points known, and I think I, th- I like the way he played his game too. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing the evolution of a really good survivor player. Me too. Who's team, who's team? Who has Ken for the fantasy down? I do. You do? Yeah. Worry. That's that's who knows. It's, but it's early. But <laughs> it seems like it, it's it, still rather have it than not have it. Not just talking. He 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 leads by example. Yeah. He went out, not the one talking about I'm such a good fisherman, and he found, caught the fish. Right. Caught several the, fish. Brought yeah. the fish back for everyone to eat, and he wasn't even boastful about it, right. really. No. And, he, and then he starts talking to people like, look, I'm doing what I say. I'm not just going to talk empty promises for you. 
So he gave an example why he was questioning why Paul would be in charge, and then he showed what someone that should be in charge would do. And he mentioned that at the very end in the council, too. And you know yep. what he said in the council when he said, I just try to show that I'm a leader and step up and be able to provide for the tribe. Right. I think he was basically trying to call BSBS. BS. Like there, mm-hmm. he, he basically called Paul out without actually saying his name. And he was just like, look, I show through action. I can't say that everybody has. And I think he was basically just trying to say this guy says that he's a fisherman, says mm-hmm. that he goes out in the Keys and fishes yeah. on a regular basis, but has been out here several times Stronger. and the current keeps the- taking up. There's a <laughs> like, live chat is not a fan of Paul. We have uh, James Bryan says Paul is such a douche. Uh, yes, Sheena. She, yes, he Sheena, was so bossy. Sheena, not a Paul fan at all. So glad he's gone. Steven, not a fan of Paul or Figgy. Well, it was interesting to me when Paul said yeah, that Sheena he that. was he was going to find the fish and then he was going to do his victory at yes. sea dance. <laughs> I'm upset he Wait, didn't find fish because I wanted falls. a victory at and sea then dance. He falls as he's trying to walk that, out of the water. That maybe is the victory at sea dance, right? The falling, but I was I was looking forward to. That. I think we learned, and I love the quote by Dave tonight while they had the tree mail and we'll get to obviously talk about the fact that there was a summit they were all meeting but I, the biggest thing i love from that and we learned that paul is a uh, in a band i guess doing some oldie they're doing some old rock music whatever and dave said he's in a band he doesn't ask the audience what he wants he just wants the audience perfection yeah that's the that's the best way to describe that television writer right there yeah, that was good. That's true. He is a he TV is a television writer. That's a good writer. line. So he, he's good with his words. But I think it's a great thing that he, he wants the audience. Yeah, but I think Mary in live chat said something that was really, really good. She said that at the end of the day, Figgy's very, like, unaware of herself. And I think I really seen that in today's episode where she was basically just being very boastful about, you know, she could care less about, you know, having votes last week. She really thinks that she's running this entire tribe. And it's really kind of frustrating. So... I agree with you. Michael, you were going to talk about the tree mill? Yeah, I think that and was... the summit? Yeah, I think that was okay. interesting in trying to gather. I don't think they gained as much... I feel like that was almost like... It would, they set well, it up if you would gain a lot I of information. I have a question for you, too. That's why I brought up. Yeah. Is... Because the way that worked is you had to choose the random rocks. If you had a choice, could you go to the summit or would you not go to the summit? Which would you choose? To go or to stay? Because there's pros and cons to both, and I'm interested to hear not only what what you guys think, but what are the cons to not going? Well, people that sorry. If you stay, you could potentially make better uh, alliances with who's ever staying. Just like if you go, you can make alliances with the other team, but they might not be able to help you. You may be gone. So there's definitely both people could be jealous of the people that went. Who knows what they might think? A lot of things could happen. So I'm just curious to not only know what everyone in the live chat and watching thinks, but what do you two think? I think I would have to agree with you, Mike. I think you see it more so when we get later on in the seasons where you've had the merger and you're at – when you get into some of the different challenges – and it's like more so like a reward to be able to go away and leave your team and you do kind of have a little mm-hmm. bit more of jealousy. But we didn't see that at all. And I don't know if that's just because the producers didn't show, you know, what everybody thought about not being able to go over to the summit. But mm-hmm. it seemed like it was status quo um, when everyone got back. They were more just intrigued to figure out who was actually from the other tribe that was there. Um, no one was really worried about what was discussed because, yeah. you know, like not spoiler alert here, but David and Taylor end up having this really weird, well, because we know David and he's paranoid, so of course he had to throw in let's work together. But he, Taylor seemed to oh. be really for the idea. 
Taylor did, yeah. And David yeah, was uh, really what, Was he for the idea it. or was he disagreeing? Well, I think Taylor seems like he's the type of guy who would be down like for whatever. So I think he was genuinely in that moment saying yeah. yes. I would I would love to see, I mean, if he can drop Figgy, I would love to see Taylor, Ken, and David work together. Taylor, if, Ken, Once and the David. merger happens. Well, yeah. the one thing that was interesting because it was random about the summit was that Jay, Figgy, and Taylor were three of the four. Yeah. And yeah. they're like the, the crew right yeah. there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For, so for the uh, uh, tree mail on the summit, Will, Jay, Taylor, and Figgy uh, went for the millennials yeah. and Cece, Dave, Paul, and Chris went for the Gen X. And you're right. Well, even, you know, even all of Will, even Jay, Taylor, and Will, Figgy, too, yeah. they're all part it's of the, pretty unbelievable the alliance. The that that was a random four draw. Yeah. Where for the, the Gen Xers? I, how, how random was that? Did you guys think that yeah. was random? <laughs> I, I think they set it up to be almost bigger than than what it was. And I, you pointed out when they got back, nobody was really interested too much in what was talked about because there no. wasn't a lot talked about. They wanted. They may to not have. That. They may not have shown us everything too. That's I don't think true. there's too much to. But I do think that when they finally merge, that quick moment that they've had together might help them. Yeah. At that moment, but they got peanut butter and jelly out of it. I mean, I'm, that's, true. that's like my favorite food. I, I got through college on just peanut butter and jelly alone, so I was because really excited two, about two that. Two questions. Um, yeah. With peanuts or without? Crunchy. Crunchy? Yes. Okay. And what kind of jelly? Strawberry preservatives. <laughs> Ra- okay. Raspberry. Ra- see? Different people. I, no, I don't preservatives like jelly. Too, I like right? preservatives. Like I like chunks of the fruit. We're <laughs> off topic here. But um, I think it's really, really interesting that at the end of the day, they're shooting for 24 hours every single day. And there's probably way too much footage that they could they yeah. have to like kind of edit. So they have to kind of pick and choose. But I would have loved to have gotten a little bit more insight on what the people who weren't um, at the summit thought about while they Agreed. were gone. Mm-hmm. Like what were those conversations they that didn't we give kind us of missed? Any, they didn't any give us of any that. of that tonight. So I wish we would have had a little bit of like some behind the scenes footage. <laughs> Zeke made a comment. Obviously this was right after the whole situation with uh, Hannah. And Adam saying, "Oh, I'm the biggest guy now left in the right, camp." Right, since, since Will. Uh, so I Jay wonder Taylor if he tried guy. to sway some votes, maybe away or for Figgy. It'd be interesting. Maybe so. I mean, wh- I mean, we do see Adam um, kind of throw Figgy's name out there again, which I think he's going to continue to do because he's just not a fan of this power couple. Which I, I don't like throwing the word power. And they're not in a the power couple. couple I'm just they denied the power couple. couple status. I don't think that they are a power couple. In the summit, they, they, they denied the status. You can't anoint yourself a power couple. Someone has to yes. anoint you a power couple. Right? You don't and anoint yourself a power couple. really that. early to be choosing if that's a scenario because I think they're going to be a broken up couple soon enough. What do you do when you're on an island and you break up with someone and you're in the same tribe? <laughs> Butt them out? We're going to find Stay out. Stay aligned? We're going to find out. I will say in the... Uh, one other thing, sorry, that yeah, we got from know. the summit was we got the Ken doll. The idea which, I think it's pretty obvious, Kids but... really yeah. sad we got, about that. He was. He was. He obviously gotten this his whole life. Yeah. And so he wants to be known for more than just his appearance and his looks, which, I, I mean, I can understand that. Not saying me, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you can understand. I, I think he took it a little, almost a little too personally. Probably. And that it's not anyone hating on his work ethic or his leadership. No, 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 but he, he, made a, he made a comment that he was teased as a kid, and everyone called him a kin doll. 
So there may be and some underlining wanna, he didn't bullying be, that happened. Right. I agree. He doesn't he didn't want to be, be just plastic. seen as yeah, mm-hmm. um, as someone who's just a pretty face. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when we see him at tribal where he, he gets into this philosophy of language is beautiful and we need to use our yeah. words. Ooh. I think he wants to be seen as something other than what, you know, mm-hmm. he is, a model. And I believe that this is gonna be a under the radar kind of topic moving forward in the season about Ken and his appearance mm-hmm. and whether that, how that affects people. Helps or hurts? Right, because right. it could go either way, and right. I think that it's not the first time we're going to hear of it this season. Oh, for sure. So it'll be interesting to see how he handles it go- going forward and how that plays into the game. Right. I, I love real quick uh, that Gisela says, I think you need a brain to be a power couple. That works too. That's uh, Snap. Man, throwing some that shade. That was good. I love throwing it. Some shade. One, I love one it. thing that I found a little off-putting was Jessica talking about when she gets to day 36 she's going to have to know how to use her I don't know why she keeps saying her that. legacy advantage because it seems I, I get it she's got that legacy advantage you got to you got to have that attitude like you're going to make it but Mm-mm. it's so early that I'd so rather early. I'd rather not be thinking that far out like yes you have it if you get there that's great mm-hmm. but let's play the game for day 7 day 8 day 9 day 20 Right. Before Be talking present. about it, um, when when I get to day thirty six, I'll have the legacy advantage. It's not that simple. Yeah. So obviously, you got to believe in yourself and be confident. But it seems like you got to probably need one hundred ten percent focus on every day and not on day thirty six on day seven. I agree a thousand percent. So that was a thing mm-hmm. I want to watch about Jessica moving forward because her mind might not totally be in. The Who right has place. Jessica? Which team is Jessica? Jessica. Because it's older Jessica. Yes. Oh, I don't like to say older Jessica. That yeah, uh, is not Jen nice, Jess. You guys. Jen Jess, right? That's what we. Jen Jess. Uh, yes. Someone also here, James says Michelle and Jay should be more appropriate to be the top people at their stupid Triforce. Which, hey, I, I think, I, and I'm a big fan of Michelle, because I think she is playing it perfectly of working behind the scenes but staying out of the spotlight. I think she is playing a great game. I think you could say there's there's, a, there's quite a few people there's, playing a, yeah, a great it's game. Still, it's still only like mm-hmm. honestly you know, right now. Like, I think Lucy's playing a pretty good game. Yeah. You know why? We don't know much about Lucy. We don't know anything about Lucy me, besides the fact that her calves today during that challenge. Her what? Her calf muscles. Oh, like she. I said it while we were watching it. I was like, that girl is ripped. She's the the calf whisperer. I, am I the only person that's seen Lucy's legs and was like, dang, like... <laughs> Did you guys see Lucy's legs out. out there? Let yeah, us know. Yeah, anybody uh, check out Lucy's legs. But, I'll have to go but realistically, that. I think she's playing a great game because we haven't yep. heard her. And the quick, the longer you can go without being known or seen and just getting by, the better you are. Well, it's if so you've true. seen those previews... She's going to start getting known. Yeah. All right, well, now we go into the, <laughs> the immunity challenge. And I will say this because I also saw this at the summit that I think he did a good job. And I've said for you know a couple weeks now the reason why i picked him is i i think chris is showing himself to be a good leader he's kind of you know he's getting a little bit into the limelight and it'll be interesting we'll see next week with paul gone but thoughts on chris i think chris physically is going to be a great player i think he might have to tweak his social game just a little bit if you listen really closely to how he describes some of the other people yeah i think that could um hurt him in the long run I think regardless of if, like, who you're working with, like, even in his own alliance, he was talking kind of shady about people. Um, Steven Sosa in the live chat says yeah. that he's the new Paul, it, I, was, I was wondering if he's I talking think, about Chris or talking. I believe he's talking about Chris. Yeah. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I can I can see him stepping up, but... Seems like he has a chance to try to take over now. He, he was think, in that kind of assistant position. 
I think people who play Survivor well know how to lead without being a dictator. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what Paul's issue was. I mean, Amen. what what Amen. spun that real quick was one minor comment that was extremely unnecessary. And I think anytime we've comment? been watching... What did he say? Do we want to go there? He basically had just said... Um, Jessica has said, I'm not hearing anything from the boys. Are the boys still good? And he said, honey, if the boys were going to switch up alliances, I'd let you know that you're on your own. Paul said that. Paul said that to Jessica. And I think it was Sunday with him. I think so, yeah. And so they basically were just kind of like, wow, like, one, that's sexist. Like, why would you automatically jump ship with the guys? What does it have to do with Chris? We weren't, you asked what Paul said. I think that, oh, I thought you were saying about Chris Mick. I would think that the yeah. Paul could have been the leader and he still in been. that he could still have been a leader and not gotten voted off even in that kind of dicta- dictator type of manner even though I wouldn't have played like that and I don't think that wins. You could do that, but if you're going to do that, you have to be good at something. Right. You can't right. be sick. You can't be You can't say you're going to go get the fish and, and not get any up. fish Thank because then you, you just false promises. Right. You can you can sometimes get away with the dictator right. thing right. if you back it up. Right. Yes. But if you don't back it up, you're easy like and I, get that I guy think, out of here. You know, getting back to Chris. I think Chris will do that cuz I see Chris kind of like a Ken. I actually see I can see a Chris Ken partnership for me. Ooh. Look at you. The vision. I can see it because Chris, I, who? Chris and Ken. Hmm. Because I think I think Chris is a natural leader. Uh, and I think, you know, he's used to getting people to agree. He's a lawyer. So he's used to kind of bringing parties together. And I think he's not as showboaty as Paul, because nobody is. <laughs> but I think he does a I think he does a good job. And I think it even showed tonight, and we'll talk now uh, about the immunity challenge. He did a good job. He stepped up took three of the bags across, didn't say anything majorly about it, just yeah, went back just and did, did it. it. Yeah, Th- those are my kind of people. Like, you don't have to continue to talk about how great you are. Just be great. Like, let your work show for itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the main reasons, like, if you guys have, if you follow me on social, you know, my favorite, favorite, favorite Survivor member, cast member of all time is Mike from Survivor 30 because he backed it up each and every single night. He mm-hmm. came with it. Like, if he was going to be such a shit talker, like, he backed it up. Like, he won his way to a million dollars. hmm and I would like to see another player like that. So I'm hoping that that could technically be Chris. I so really I. loved how he played today. Um, regardless of him being on your team, I'm still going to give props where props are due. That's why so I'm, I'm hoping saying, he wins. <laughs> well, either way, I'm not saying I, I hope he wins, but I want to see I that know. kind of player play Survivor this season. So I'm, mm-hmm. I think he could potentially be one of those. And people. I think we have that in both Chris and Ken. Yeah. So I, it's interesting. A couple of people uh, on the live chat said that they think that Chris would do a good job Bonding with the young guns, the people in the millennials. I can, I can see that he does. He seems like he's young at heart, and he could probably relate to the young guys. Seems like a cool dad. Possibly. I wouldn't mind Chris being my dad. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I know enough about Chris yet to make a decision on where yeah, I stand. Yeah, early. we'll see. Um, I think so. someone in the live chat said the same thing about Sunday too, um, and I think that's because Sunday has kids that are that age bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she kind of relates, um, kind of like on a parent level to mm-hmm. them, which I think could help her. Um, and emerge as well. Yeah. So we're talking about the immunity challenge tonight. Which, right off the bat, was much more difficult than last week's. Yes. yes. That, having to carry that type of weight, 40 plus pounds. Well, it, it, not only that, it was physical and mental. Right. Yeah. So it was right. the mix there. So that was mm-hmm. interesting. Did you think it favored a particular group? I did. No. 
No, oh. be- well, I say no because I think had had the. T- I- let me back up. I think the reason why Gen X is having such a hard time with these challenges is because they haven't figured out how to communicate with one another. Even though we see on the millennial side that they don't necessarily like each other, mm-hmm. when it comes to challenges, they begin to just vibe, and they're they're not... They do what it takes to win. They do what it takes to win, and I think on this side, we even noticed it in the puzzle, how um, Chris wanted to kind of give some pointers to the two doing the puzzle, and he was like, let me just stop because I don't want to confuse anybody. Yep. If you have an idea or have a, a sight of something that's going to help us win, tell me. Like, I couldn't yeah. believe that he just kind of shut himself up and stopped helping the group. I think if somebody would have been a little bit more boisterous and told Cece to drop the dog on bag and just go, like, don't, it's not a matter of like hurting your feelings, but it's like, let's win. You're taking way too long. And I think they're going to continue to lose challenges until they decide that they're going to be a team. Mike, you said yes. Why? I do. I think that I think it became clear to me that the millennials have a major advantage as it's currently constructed on any physical challenges. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, that Gen X, that the energy levels are just two different places. And when I thought that, I thought we saw that big time with Cece. Uh, she struggled majorly to get over that to carry the the forty pound, and it unfair, not yeah. you know fair to struggle with it, but she struggled majorly to get over that and that wasn't that difficult of a physical challenge mm-hmm. that we could see mm-hmm. so I think when it comes to any physical challenges they're going to be in major trouble because while they have Ken they also have CC and then they have others and, and it just Sunday, and it just looks like to me that in, if, if it comes down to a physical challenge for immunity that the, the yep. millennials are going to win mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with that and that I thought that going in and was like, you know, I, it didn't seem like it was at first maybe that it would bother as much because, you know, it's 40 pounds. But a lot of the people on the show, see, I mean, Paul, Chris, Brett, even some of the girls, you know, Sunday, you're talking about uh, Lucy, seems like they're able to do that. They're they're strong enough that they're you know able to do that. But I think we certainly did see that a little bit tonight. Well, and Especially it's, in it's, the balancing one. Well, exactly. It's not just 40 pounds. It's 40 pounds and, balancing. and balancing and the mm-hmm. heat's coming down on you and you probably have a little bit of adrenaline because now you're in an actual challenge. This is, this is to get something. So for me, I'm worried about the, uh, the millennials or excuse me, Generation Gen X, X mm-hmm. when it comes to physical challenges. I will say this, and this gets you know a little advanced, but I want to be able to say this. And Dom and I were, were talking uh, in that I think that you know obviously the the Gen Xers lost, and they voted out Paul. I think they made the wrong decision, and I think tonight is a perfect example of why they should have waited a week to vote out Paul and vote out CC because you have a better chance of winning the immunity challenges with Paul. I think he, considering a lot of the immunity challenges are strength-based and physically-based, I think you have a better chance of winning the immunity challenge with Paul versus CC, and you can always, you know, still have the 5-3 to three advantage to still well, vote out Paul in the Right following there weeks. was another part of why I also think that millennials are physically in a huge advantage over Gen X mm-hmm. because CC's still on board for Gen X. So if there's mm-hmm. another physical challenge, exactly. I'm worried about them too. Although I'm not sa- I'm not sure Paul was going to not be dead and that's weight my either. Point. They could, they could, I think Paul was kind of struggling in his own he, right. He wasn't great. So I'm this isn't this isn't just on CC, but but this is CC still remains yeah. and therefore they're already down now a person. So mm-hmm. if they do a challenge, let's say you have to like be even sides, 
the Gen X will remove someone. Yeah. So it's still like everybody on the line. I look at it like this. I look at it like this. If they could have had their way, I would have said both CC and Paul out in one big swoop. And I feel like tremendously would have changed the dynamics give, give of this entire Give me a plus one trial. for a future week yes. and you're like, eh, eh, we can just, just go with it. Pass. I would have got rid of both last of week. Well, Done. by the way, Sheena, thank you Done. very much. I appreciate that. I try to look sharp. Also, I, uh, I thought that <laughs> we could have had the, the clock when CeCe was going, yeah. how long did it take her to get over the balance beam? Because Chris said three and a half people, but, but we don't know. Because you had pointed out, it took Paul, it did take it Paul, took a, Paul while. a while. It took Paul a while to get over, too. So that would have been a cool moment. Well, yeah. The, and then gave the bag up. And then even with no bag, it took him that a while been a really yes. That would have been a good time to see a clock. Or yes. even more so, what about a clock when, from the amount of time it took Jay and Ken to throw the bags across to knock over the puzzle mm-hmm. pieces. However, Jay because did have a, a Jay had an advantage, a, an but advantage. that's why I want to know how long it took each of them. S- forget the advantage part, because we yes. don't know how long it took either of them, really. We know Jay had the advantage. Jay got it done first, but did Ken get it closer? Was it about even? It would just be fun to know a little bit more about the gameplay. Okay. Hmm. We, we, can, we can start tweeting that I mean, protest CBS, out. Like, let's get a time yeah, clock. It would just help. Really I think it would help out. to give you a little bit more clarity. I get sometimes you don't want that because they want it to right. be for the game. Yeah, but. sometimes, you know, it depends the way that you're voting. And I think it's, it's varied a little bit of whether you're voting for physicality or whether you're voting for, you know, power and brains to a certain extent. And we've seen that differ in the past three weeks. I mean, uh, I think Jessica and David were moving slow on the puzzle. I mean... I think I think the entire team had some areas where they really need mm-hmm. to kind of just focus. And I mean, you're sitting on a beach all day, like practice, do something, do some push-ups, do something. or talk, <laughs> or let's figure out like who's good at what. Like, what do I need to do to help you be better? Because at the end of the day, it's a, a reflection on me. Uh, said old Jessica dropped the ball tonight in the strategy department. So we'll get into obviously the Gen Xers lose. They gotta vote another person out. It'll be two down for them versus one down. And heading into tribal, heading it also looks tribal, like Cece is, is going to be the one. Home. And she yeah. even says, she, at, at she says she feels like she has a 10% chance. I thought of I agreed with her. I want to know how much cross discussion there was that wasn't shown. Because obviously we have the bottom three of Cece, David, and Ken. And they're saying, let's definitely vote out Paul. And then it seems like the six are together. And then all of a sudden, the girls break off and say, you know, let's vote out Paul. Well, do you guys remember before Tribe, Ken, Cece, and David are having a conversation literally right before Paul's comment about the girl thing. And he says, I'll at least try to put the seed, um, plant the seed to see if they'd be willing to vote out Paul. We never see if Ken she, has that conversation. If he does, Well, Ken had right the conversation after, earlier. Jessica. He had the conversation with He had it earlier, earlier but yeah. he said he was going to do it again. And so I'm saying we never see that mm-hmm. second go around that Ken says he's going to have. So I wonder if Ken did talk to them right did. after Paul made a rude comment that was that lit the fire. I think he probably did, and that I, was great timing. I, I don't think that the way you described the Ken and David and Cece or who who he's with, I, I don't think that's a bottom three. And I think no. that it it mm-hmm. wasn't really a bottom three going into tonight. That six was clearly a broken alliance before it even went to trial. I, I will still say they're on the bottom. I, I don't think so. You don't think no, Cece and Dave yeah. are on the bottom? No, I think I think Ken has established himself as definitely. No, not, not Ken. No, I know, but I, I don't think that Ken is or David is on the bottom. David has his uh, his lifeline in the immunity and the idol, right. and I think Ken has proven himself to be really strong and a clear and, and crisp communicator, which mm-hmm, is important mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and likable too. Yeah. So he, I don't think, will get 
I mean, you would sometimes want to get rid of someone, but I don't think you'd want to get rid of him, even if you're on his team at this point, because you got to win challenges. There's right, a lot right, going right, on. Right, right, right. You got to keep that guy. So I yeah. don't think that's the bottom three anymore. I don't, I don't even think they're at the bottom. I don't think they were the bottom three even exactly. before this conversation, but um, Sheena made a good point about how quickly Sunday flipped because Paul and Chris had just had a conversation with Sunday yeah. where they were clearly at the water hole deciding that it was going to be Cece. And we see as the show's ending that Sunday quickly jumped ship on Paul and voted him out. So it's like this team just seems really like kind of all over the place. And the only people that I feel like are loyal might be David well, uh, and um and Ken. Ken. It, well, it's also early. And we mentioned I mentioned it this is. last yeah, week. Yeah, we and keep we're saying it. Early. We keep saying it. It's so early. We, we've only lost our third person. That gets us down to 17. There are a There's lot of people yes. left. And game. so it's still early. So it's hard to make those judgments yeah. based I, on much I right now. I will be very interested when we come back next week and if there's any discussion uh, from Chris and Brett, who obviously were the other ones who voted mm-hmm. CC, of how upset they were that Paul is voted out. I don't think that they are that upset. We that Brett is another person um, that I would link into that group with Lucy that we mm-hmm. really haven't heard too much from, and we don't Staying know yeah. too much about him. He's been He's really low key. Right? He's the police sergeant. I love his. Yes. Uh, what is that? Is he from Boston or Jersey? Like Brett, I love his accent. Police sergeant. Um, and I, I think that he might come out as a leader, too. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a police officer. Like, I'm waiting to kind of see what he's going to bring to the team he's as well. He's being strategic. Yeah. He's being very strategic. I still Smart. see Cece and Cece's still going home. So. I still see Cece and, da- and Dave on the bottom. See, that's well, the thing. I feel like Dave's stock has has I, risen. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't, don't see him being on the bottom I right think now. Dave is just in the mix with a lot of other players, and I we'll have to see what happens. I think people will realize how fake he is. And I think David? that was... Yeah, and I think that was shown tonight at the summit when you he think went he's up. Fake? Yeah, when he went up to Taylor and was like, "Listen, I'll throw everybody under the bus to be on your team." Well, and, I don't think he was. I, I mean, you say that loosely, but I don't. I don't think he would ever throw Ken under the bus. I don't think so. And out I don't of think, all the I don't, people, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call he, him fake. He said if it, were, if it were three millennials and two Gen X, I would throw the Gen X under the bus. He, he did, said that. He did. He did I, say I don't that, but that I think he fake. put a lot of crap out there to see what bees what are going to smell. Like, I, I, yes. think that, he's I think he's very eager, and he's almost like a, a poor version of Cochran, and he's trying to do that, but I don't think that he's fake. Not yet. However, I think it would be note, we should note that Paul, who was voted out tonight on at Tribal, was the oldest member of the game at 52 yeah. years old, yeah. mm-hmm. and so now that he is gone, the oldest remaining... Uh, uh, contestant is Sunday, who is forty five. Yeah. And of the male, I like Sunday. And of the males, there's David and Brett, who are forty two. Yeah, Brett's forty two. David's forty two. I want. I think I could potentially like Brett. I really want Possibly. to see more of him in the next um, um, couple of weeks. Someone commented on here. Uh, Sheena said Brett's face when Paul was voted off showed me that he will be pissed. Oh, I, he's definitely going to be pissed. I mean, they had an agreement that they were voting out Cece, and he was clearly blindsided. He had no clue this was even yeah, on the table. Yeah, him or Chris. Well, well Paul I, was probably. I think. Just a I think all members of of the tribe that just came back from tribal council, no matter which tribe it is, should have to really think about what's going on because mm-hmm. it's so early. Yeah. And while mm-hmm. maybe Figgy and Taylor are in love and they're together, I think everyone else has to worry about themselves first right, right. and make sure that they've got something going on and, and be prepared for this at the start. I mean, how strong could something be after six days and two tribals? It's, yeah, it's I loved Michaela, I feel like, is my kind of girl because even after Adam brings her this whole thought process of, I think you should really vote out 
um, Figgy at the tribal, she got, she, you know, in her confession or whatever you want to call him, she's like, I'm in the majority right now. Like, I don't even know. She doesn't show her cards. And she's like, I don't know if that's a boat I really want to rock right now. I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. like her. Like, she's very upfront. Like, I don't like this girl, but it's not time to make that kind of move. And I think honestly, when you look at Gen X, like when you look at, um, older Jessica, that I think she kind of needed that kind of mentality. I don't think this was the right time to rock that bow and cast out Brett and Chris um, in your alliance. I don't think that she's going to have to even make a, a choice for the next uh, episode or two, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll certainly see. Well, before we get into our predictions, talking about who we maybe think are favorites, what we expect next week, I want to touch again on the Entertainment Weekly article. We talked about this last week, that Jeff Probe sits down with Entertainment Weekly, answers some questions. He did again this week, talked about... Um, the medical scare, I uh, talked about uh, the scene with Ken fishing underwater. Uh, the biggest one that I want to be able to talk about is the time that it took Hannah to vote last week. And we talked about this last week of, man, how long was she in there? She seemed to be almost in pain and agony deciding who to vote. And Jeff said that it literally took several minutes, a record... For anyone to write down a name, Jeff actually went and checked on her last week and, and was like, is everything okay? Because it had been so long and they're all just sitting around. And we, that was a very interesting... We uh, touched on it last yeah. episode. Yeah. That was that was a, a weird, it was yeah. a weird moment, moment and he, for him. He also says in terms of talking about that council, he said the days of tribal council votes being locked in are long gone. Because you notice that Hannah was flipped. And so very interesting. I, re- I remember thinking last week, like, did she forget her vote when she got there? That's what I remember yeah. saying. Like, I didn't know no, she actually had forgotten. No, I think she was just really confused. I think because she, <laughs> she had was. just been told what the plan was two minutes before that, she was like, what the freak am I about to do? So, for sure. uh, I am tweeting this article out. There's a couple other topics that, once again, that we're not going to be able to discuss tonight, but talking about the medical scare with Paul was very interesting, and then also talking about uh, Ken fishing, and just some very interesting things. So that's on my Twitter, at TV. You can check it out there. Time for predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. So they showed a little bit of next week and it seems to be very physical in the water yeah it seems like it's going to be a very physical challenge but what i want to talk about is how they say we just got one dictator out and we think lucy is the lucy next. and we t- who knew so we literally just said who knew? Right? we just said we didn't know much about lucy. the scenes who knew the star is risen do you think that she will actually be a dictator or do you see her as trying to be a dictator I really want to hopefully say that it'll be a miscommunication and she's just trying to put some type of leadership in a tribe that just lost their leader. I really hope so. I really hope that she's not going cray cray out here on these people. Mike? I don't, I can't imagine her being the dictator. She could be trying to strategize and just doing it poorly. We'll see. I see that hurting her if she does try to go for that dictator thing. Because I certainly see that it's shaping up the where Ken and Chris are the unofficial leaders and they're playing it perfectly of not saying anything I mean, we mentioned that certainly with Ken if he's I'm just going to show my actions so uh, real quick so we talked a little bit but I just want to restate who do you think are the people who are maybe maybe <laughs> one or two people who are in trouble what do we got Sheena was well, talking about uh, 
in one of the previews, it looks like Michaela is going to lose her top. No, she throws her and top she off. she throws it off because, well, so if you looked at the, the promo for next week, it looks like some of the other, tri- the other tribe is going to hold one of the tribes back. And it looks as if they're holding her back to the point where she, like, her top is in the way. Yes. So she's like, screw it. If it means winning, I'm going to take the top off. And I love her cojones and deciding <laughs> to just do that. Badass. I love her. It's true. Um, so real quick, uh, name one or two people that you think are maybe favorites at this point, And maybe one or two people that you think are maybe in trouble. For predictions, obviously it's very early. We know yes. that. Yes, well, but just just to be able to can have we just that can we just do it episode by episode? Well, I feel like I can't go like game wise. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's, it's early to make. Yeah, it's, uh, it, those we know, decisions. I know it's very early. I, I would say my prediction for uh, for next week's episode is that I'm looking for a millennial win at immunity. And therefore, I'm looking for CC to go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that CC goes home next week because millennials win the immunity. I mean, I touched on it this episode, the physicality, and I just, I just see that that's going to be the overwhelming theme of next episode. And I'm looking for a CC departure. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as who's maybe in the lead, who knows who's in the lead right now? Some of the better players I think so far have been Adam and Ken, and, and Chris looks pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, I think that up to this point, Lucy and um, and Brett because they've been in the background. Yep. Interestingly enough, just from the tiny bit of the clip that I seen from next week, it, if the whole idea of the challenge is that one team has to hold back another, there is no other person in the gen in the millennials that would be able to hold back someone like Chris or Brett if that's what the challenge really is. Yeah. So for that reason only, I see Gen X winning next week. Ooh. And so if they you- do, I think the millennials go back to are are is the, you know, popular group going to get their way and butt out Zeke because his name was brought up this week? Will, you know, the rest of the uncool kids come together and maybe vote out Figgy? Flip I'm hoping, like I'm hoping that they flip it and they vote out Figgy because I would love for her to just get a wake-up call and that she is not running the millennials. Someone, uh, Hassan on here says, Lucy, go home. <laughs> I think I, I would agree with you in, in looking. I think that obviously they're not faster and I think that's kind no. of what, what has hurt them to a certain extent in the immunity challenges now but I see the strength I see they have like adult strength yeah. or even the millennials I look at them like Will yeah he's a little he's like a stick yeah. Taylor team. Jay they're all not like big guys and I think that they Brett is huge the, the Gen X's don't have the endurance no but they have the raw strength yes and yes. I like what you were saying and so, you know, who will go home? You know, I'm hoping they flip the script in this figgy. I think there's a possibility for that. Yeah, but we'll it's time to, to get out of here. Wait and see. So, well, hey, thank you guys very much for joining us. Everyone on the live chat, Mary, Stephen, James, who else we got on here? Uh, anyone Sheena? in the live chat, Literally thank you for joining us. Right? We, we love you all. You guys are really, really thank awesome. Thank you, you very guys much. Keep us and anyone who's listening to this later, <laughs> feel free to jump on the live chat. We're here every Wednesday night. But that is it for us tonight. Real quick before we go, where can they find you? You guys can find me on all social media platforms at Dominique P underscore E-S-Q. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Grips, M-I-K-E-R-I-P-S. We'll see you next week. I'm Michael Klaus. You can find me on Twitter at Michael Klaus TV, on Instagram at the only MC. Thank you very much for joining us. And Paige we'll is back next week. Next week. Get, feel better, Paige. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.